In this episode, I want to talk about the secret to self-control. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to improve your life. Now, one of the things that we talked about in the last episode was this idea of the behavior chain. Now, the idea was pretty simple. When you take a behavior, when you uh, uh, pursue something, when you try to do something, when you actually follow through on doing that thing, there are four pieces to that puzzle. There is the trigger, there is the thought, there is the action, and there is the consequence. And each of these four pieces plays an important role in helping us to uh, follow through on the behavior, helping us to drive motivation for the next behavior. And so understanding it is something that has enormous value, like massive, massive value. But it's not enough, as we saw in the last episode, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to that episode, highly, highly recommend that you do. But as we saw in the last episode, it's not enough to just understand the system. That doesn't necessarily make it possible for you to change the situation that you're in. Because while in theory, the idea is if you change uh, certain things at the top of that process, so for example, the initial trigger or your response, the thought to that trigger, uh, in theory, you should be able to change the action and therefore the consequences. But it's not that easy. So many of the triggers that we experience come from things outside of our control. They come from the environment or the social space that we exist in. So many of our thoughts, our immediate responses to those triggers come from things outside of our control. They come from the culture we grew up in, the viewpoint that we have on the world that we've adopted from all of the different experiences that we've had over the course of our lives. And so it's not as simple as just saying, hey, change these three things and then you're done. It actually is a much more complicated process than that that requires a little bit of nuance in order to get the real value. And so one of the things I've started doing for myself is this process that I'm deeming trigger mapping. Now, the idea of a trigger map is simple. It's to understand what your triggers are, what causes those triggers to occur, and what is your immediate response to it? What are those thoughts that you have as a result of the trigger? It's really straightforward. I know I gave it a fun, fancy, complicated name, but really it's not that difficult of a thing to do. You simply need to get out a pen and a piece of paper or use your notes app if you'd like and start writing out 
what are the things that trigger you? What are the things that create the negative habit that you're trying to change? And something I want to point out here, I want to take a brief moment to, to talk through. This is about behaviors we want to change or behaviors we want to reinforce. If we're doing something that is negative, again, if you remember from the last episode, I don't really think there's such thing as negative behaviors or not negative behaviors. I think it's really just about, do these behaviors serve my purpose? Do these behaviors serve the end goal that I've stated, that I've identified for myself? If they move you towards them, then great. It doesn't really matter what you do. If they don't move you towards them, that's fine too, as long as you're okay with it. So quick caveat there. But the goal here with trigger mapping is to understand what's happening uh, before the behavior, before the trigger, before the thought uh, to help us to avoid it in the future or help us to sort of change things in the future. Now, here's an example. Uh, the example I gave a lot in the last episode is that I'm personally trying to lose a certain amount of weight before my wedding. Uh, so I've got this stated goal, this thing I've identified as my purpose, my target, the thing that I want. Now we start with the behavior. One behavior I've identified that moves me away from that goal is uh, snacking after like midnight. So when I stay up late, when I'm working late on whatever it might be, I tend to open up a bag of chips. I tend to make a PB&J. I tend to grab something else that is unhealthy and kind of just shovel it into my face. And much of this comes from uh, if I were to stop and sort of do this trigger mapping process with that. I've now identified the behavior that I want to change. Great. Where is that coming from? Well, for me, the trigger isn't necessarily the food is available. That's part of it. But the trigger, the thing that's actually setting me off, that's causing this thought of I should grab this food to occur is it's late at night and I'm running low on energy. I need to stay awake just a little bit longer. I need to get just a little bit more done. And so I'm going to walk into the kitchen I'm going to grab a snack. That's going to help me to get going and to, to get focused and to do what I need. And that's the actual trigger. So from there, the circumstance is that this food is available. And so it's much easier once I have the trigger, once I have the thought, it's much easier for me to walk into the kitchen and perform the behavior. But we need to start at that trigger piece. So the trigger is it's late at night. I'm running low on energy. That's it. The thought is, I should go grab a bag of chips. I should go grab a snack of some kind. And then the behavior, the action is, I'm opening up the bag of chips and I'm eating them, or I'm making a PB&J or whatever it is. So if we were to, that that's the mapping process. Now let's say that we want to change that. Well, what I would do is grab a piece of paper and I would write out each of those pieces that we just outlined. I would map through the trigger, the thought, the action. Uh, what are the causes, what's leading to it, so on and so forth. What you're going to find is each of those things has something you could change, has been an intervention that could allow you to shift the entire path uh, without actually really changing that much in your life or really without having to worry about like self-control or anything like that. So for example, the trigger. If my trigger is that I am uh, running low on energy, it's late at night, that's the trigger and I need to stay up. That's the trigger. Now, there's a couple of ways I could fix this. Well, I could choose to no longer stay up late. I could uh, eat a little bit more for dinner and ensure that I have the energy I need going into the night session. 
I could um, uh, try to, to drink a little bit more water. I could work out. I could do any number of things that would help me to sort of sustain my energy going into that night session. I could even go as far back as the previous day where I choose not to stay up late one night because I know I'm going to need to the next night. And so I'm getting a great night of sleep the night before to help sort of push me through the next day. So there's any number of these things that if you really look at it, if you really start to map this out, you can see there's a lot of different changes I could make that lead to a better outcome in relationship to this trigger. Now let's talk about the thought. So the thought for me is, I've had this trigger, the thought is I should go into the kitchen and grab a snack. Now, when this occurs, the thought isn't necessarily going to change. That's the thing, right? It's an immediate reaction. It comes from any number of places. And it's really hard to have that intervention. Now, you might be able to, and this is something they teach in therapy a lot, you might be able to sort of like experience the thought, identify it, name it, and choose to sort of take a different action and that's something we're going to talk about in a second. But the thought is probably still going to occur at least until you break the habit of this behavior you're trying to change. So the thought, I'm not going to worry too much about changing. What I am going to try to do is change those triggers so that the thought never really occurs. Uh, and then I'm also, when I do have the thought, I'm just going to note it. I'm just going to write it down or maybe I don't even write it down. Maybe I just consciously say like, this is this thought happening. And what this does is it gives you consciousness. It gives you awareness of what's going on. You can see this chain occurring because you are naming it, because you are choosing to pay attention and be mindful of it. This is one of the biggest benefits of like mindfulness and, and staying sort of in tune with your body is when you start to notice these thoughts occurring and are able to intervene on the action, on the behavior, the response to that thought, you're able to create a scenario where even though you had the thought, you still created the outcome you wanted. So let's move on now to the behavior, the action. So we've we've mapped out the trigger. We know what's going on. We know all the things we could change there. Let's say the trigger still occurs. The thought probably going to occur as well in response to that, sort of done immediately. The behavior, the action, this is where you can have some more intervention. So let's say that you have the thought, I should go in the kitchen and grab a snack. The behavior is which snack do you grab? So this is where you could plan ahead of time and to make sure you don't have these particular foods uh, easily available if, if that's your, your uh, goal. You could plan ahead of time and sort of prepare a snack. So something that's just really easy to grab. Uh, you could, if you like your apples sliced up, you could pre-slice them up because you know at midnight, at 2 a.m., whatever it is, you're going to have this thought. You're going to go into the kitchen and boom, you've already got a snack prepared. The goal here is using the time that you have before the trigger thought action occurs, you can prepare yourself and make it significantly easier to follow through on the, the uh, uh, behavior that you want, behavior that moves you towards your goal versus the behavior that moves you away from it. But, and I want to drive this home, most of the work comes in that planning. Most of the work could be shifted by simply changing the trigger, by simply getting ahead of a, a series of events that you know is going to happen if you do not take action. So that's the point of trigger mapping. It's not necessarily to, to get super scientific and change any individual thing. It's more so, let's start thinking about these behaviors. Let's start thinking about the triggers that lead into the behaviors 
the thoughts and responses that we have to those triggers and the actions. And within that, what are the pieces that we could potentially have control over to change the outcome and the consequences? That's the important part of this. So to recap the process of trigger mapping, it's not that complicated. It's actually very straightforward. It's simply going through your life, living, experiencing, but being thoughtful, being mindful about the behaviors you are trying to change or the behaviors you're trying to uh, continue, the behaviors that you want to keep going back to and make sure that you are doing over and over again. Being thoughtful about what leads to those behaviors, being thoughtful about the parts that you can control to shift the uh, behavior map, the trigger map in your favor, and then being thoughtful about the actions that we take and the planning that we do to lead into it. So the process is very straightforward. When you have the trigger, sit down and identify it. What is actually the trigger here? What is the feeling you have that is leading to this thought? Then what is the thought? What is that immediate response that you have? Where does that come from? And lastly, what is the action? What is the behavior itself? If you can start with this process and just start mapping it out with no other changes being made, I think you'll find yourself more aware of what it is you're dealing with, more aware of what these struggles are that are making it challenging to get behaviors to stick or to break out of behaviors that you no longer want to participate in. And I think you'll find yourself much further along the path to creating the lasting change that you're looking for. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment down below and let me know your thoughts. If you're watching on Spotify, you can do the same. There is a question attached to this episode that you can answer right there. And if you're watching or listening anywhere else, I encourage you to join one of those other platforms so that you can join the conversation. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Greg Clunas. In the next episode, episode 878, we're going to be solving productivity. So if that sounds like a problem you're struggling with that you want to figure out how to move forward from, make sure you're tuning in to the next episode, episode 878, where we are solving productivity. It's one of the hardest problems that we all face, but I do have an approach that I think can help. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Thank <laughs> you.